Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. It's now time for Cannabis Talk 101 with Blue, Joe Grande, and Mark and Craig Wasserman, the Pot Brothers at Law. We're the world's number one podcast for everything cannabis. What's going down? This is Peanut, one of the producers here at Cannabis Talk 101. Blue, Joe Grande, Craig, and Mark Wasserman, the Pot Brothers at Law, are all gone for the holidays. So I'm bringing you the top 10 Cannabis Talk 101 interviews of 2020. Did your favorite one make the cut? Let's jump right into it and find out. Number 10. 40 G's. <laughs> Broken checks, huh? And yeah, so he actually, this is our original founder, uh, investor, and the, my dear friend. And you know, it's a good thing when you can get be in business with people you'd be in a foxhole with. Sure, sure. You know, let me ask you guys. I mean, are you guys producing? Where are these being produced? Again? So we produce them just south of Mexico City. Wow, beautiful. Yeah. And, and By the little Keebler elves, like for real? <laughs> like 15 of them in a tree. <laughs> is, that where the, is that where the hemp's coming from, too? Or? So right now we're sourcing the hemp from Colorado, India, and actually China. That's the one thing in the United States is that there's not a lot of decortization plants. There's not a lot of actual infrastructure to take hemp you know, stock or fiber and make it into industrial product. And that's kind of a linchpin. China's actually been doing it and utilizing hemp. They have massive hemp fields, even with THC counts as 8 9% that they don't give a crap about. They just mow it, and they make it into product. Is there Same THC in these shoes? Do you want to find out? I do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to go home and burn his own shoes. He's all, I have it at home. Get the lighter away from Wasserman. <laughs> what, what are the different names of these? Because you just said this first one is what? So that we practice a lot of plant medicine. So this is where all these inspired come from. The ones in front of you, Joe, are sacred geometry. The ones in front of you are, are palm drives. These are ayahuascas. Oh, and that's what Mark has, right? You have the ayahuasca. Yes, I believe and, I do. And these are the florists, and these are four pairs that we're displaying today. We're actually coming out with a whole another women's line. Very oh, nice. There you go. Thank you for saying that like that. I love the women's <laughs> line. Oh, we love the women too. We want to support them. Actually, we're led by a female minority leader. So Jessica Velasquez of Indiva Advisors um, is probably the best financial services industry uh, support for the cannabis industry that I could recommend, and she's our CFO. 
That's and you awesome. guys have Julie Gomez. Don't forget about Julie Ooh. Gomez, I mean, the badass all-star. Yeah, Julie Gomez is helping you guys out. I don't know what her official title is, but I know she's with the company. Oh, yeah. And uh, she's a minority that grew up on the good old east side of San Jose. Yeah. I love that We're girl. just starting to catch fire. So That's Yeah, awesome. you're, you're dealing with these different countries. You're getting the hemp from here to there. What are the legal hurdles that you've had to battle over the last couple of years? You know, it, the legal hurdles... Say it's oh, cotton? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the, the usage of industrial hemp product um, already processed into like a, a fabric which we can stain and then weave is actually very easy to, to import and export out of many different countries. So the, the regulatory process that's been really tough for us is exporting out of Mexico because I don't know if you guys are familiar – you have to bribe everybody. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, just no, talk no, to Blue. He's making us go. Yeah. <laughs> no, I got you. I not got just you. Just the guy that's shipping. <laughs> I'm talking talk about the mayor, the police. You know, the you police, really do have farmer, to give the cartel. credit to where it's due. Right. And you know, I'm cool with that. I like grease and palms. It's fun to do. I like <laughs> bribing people. I think I'm pretty good at it. Yeah. But um, it, it was a learning experience getting it out, and we got some shipments stuck in stuck in customs and stuff. But we're learning we're because evolving. it was hemp. It, they kept it in customs. Yeah, and it didn't have the proper diet. Like um, uh, declarations. That was episode 77 from selling ice cream to selling hemp shoes with Aaron Shaw and Peter Holsworth, owners of Fly Soul Shoes. Those shoes were actually pretty dope. If you missed them, check out the Instagram at Cannabis Talk 101 to find those. Let's keep the countdown rolling. It's number nine on Cannabis Talk 101's top 10 interviews of 2020. Number nine. Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101. Mark Wasserman's got a hot question. I do. What's I do. Up, man? I do. They're jumping around. So, hold on, hold on. So, you know, in California, Physicians can write a recommendation. I'm wondering, not a prescription, it's called a physician's recommendation. How does it work in Georgia? Uh, same, we, uh, I'm one of the uh, original, uh, we, you know, we started writing recommendations in 2015 here in Georgia. So, so I'm it one is... of the first few doctors here that make medicinal cannabis recommendations. We have uh, started out with eight diseases and now we have a total of 17 diseases. Now, you... is, is, uh it on the horizon in Georgia for it to be a prescription or is that still not going to happen because of federal uh, illegality? We don't like to say prescriptions because prescriptions are typically picked up at a pharmacy. Gotcha. Uh, This cannabis, this drug is picked up at a retail, which is called a dispensary, as everyone knows. So that's why doctors make recommendations, not prescriptions. Now, are you afraid of any kind of blowback federally because it's federally illegal? No, uh, I salute all the doctors that, you know, with the Compassion Act in the California, you know, those are the doctors that were kind of crucified. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, you know, Power Brothers-in-Law, you know, at, like five years later, I think in two, well, that was 96, I think it took the 2002 uh, uh, is, uh, or 2003 is when the feds, you know, kind of protected doctors. But yeah, that's correct. It was, it was those first five years, uh, you know, once California went green, um, Not those dark- doctors, you know, were threatened. Now, doctor, have their licenses, their DEA license would be taken away. But now, uh, I have no fear at all. Um, I commend I you no for fear. your efforts and your courage. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> I, I know a couple it. lawyers yeah. like that too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Doctor Rashawn Hodge, a medical doctor in Atlanta, Georgia, who treats his patients with cannabis, was such a great dude. So humble, so chill, very knowledgeable. Go take a listen to that podcast. 
episode 145. It aired December 17th. Let's keep the podcast countdown going. The Cannabis Talk 101's top 10 interviews of 2020. Number eight. I mean, I, I, in, in junior college, I did speech debate, impromptu speaking, and that's some hell of an impromptu shit, man. Yeah, man. Impro- I mean, you know, and, and listen, when you look at all the great comedians, I mean, it's almost like looking at Michael Jordan. There was no weaknesses to his game. He could do it all. And so many guys can do one thing better than another. To be able to improvise and dirty humor and clean humor and, you know, I just I, I take pride in that. So once upon a time ago, my improv skills, I was scared to leave the material. That's your playbook. I was just scared to call an audible. But then I, I kept studying certain dudes like D.L. Hewley and Joe Torrey and their ability to go into the crowd and annihilate. And just and freelance and just yeah, have some fun. Really just walk that, in man. and crush it. Yeah, because if everybody can just sense you sticking to a script, if some dude decides to test you or fuck with Heckle. you, then you're like a deer in headlights. Yeah. You got to try to treat it like prison. You got to stab the toughest motherfucker on the first day so they know your booty <laughs> hole off limits. Well, yeah. speaking of that, yeah. I heard of something that my, my boy Peanut just showed us that you were in, was in Miami, Florida? What happened there, Peanut, again? Oh, that's an old story. Oh, Indianapolis? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, yo, Indianapolis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what uh, happened there? What, what's that scenario? Uh, long story short, um, this, this kind of thug dude was in there with his girlfriend and his sister and her lady, and his sister was gay. So I did some of my gay material, and this motherfucker from then on was looking at me like he was contemplating, do I kill you now or after you get off stage? Yeah. And he couldn't really take a joke. And listen, no matter how long you've been doing this, you always have that one guy or gal in the crowd. Can't the take a joke. They just and they sit their monkey asses right up front. Yeah. Like go sit in the back if you want to be miserable. Yeah. Because I always tell Came people if you want to judge me, judge me from the fucking back. Dude, if you buy courtside seats, you're gonna be part of the game. You know yeah. what I mean? There's a chance. Oh, yeah. So, you know, if I fuck with you, and this is comedy, at the end of the day, you know what this is. Yeah. How you come you know into a comedy club into. and have an issue with jokes. It's like going to a strip club and you got problems with titties. Like, nigga, this yeah. is what this is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get your tits off me. Yeah. What's yeah. all these well, nipples that? and shit? Yeah, put these things Why away. Why is there a nipple in my ear? Yeah, man, that's what it is. Yeah, it's like... So, it's so like the guy saying, flashed on you a little bit. What, how did it go down? What exactly... Well, you know, he just he just kept me mugging me. Like, you know what I mean? No matter what I said and no matter how hard I tried to make him laugh, he just kept looking at me like it was about to get go down. And, um, was he a little guy or a big guy? Not a big motherfucker. Oh, he thought he was, yeah, he was yeah, oh, a big yeah. motherfucker. So he was like, so you had he, was like don't, don't, he was like, don't play with me. Well, no, at one point, <laughs> at one point, I, I said to him, I was like, dog, what, what's, what's wrong? He said, it wasn't funny. I said, no, it was very funny. It wasn't funny to you, but that's why comedy is subjective. And I could just, <laughs> this energy he was just giving off was like, I was really in my mind going, all right, how do I map this out? I know this motherfucker is going to jump the on exit? stage. Where's the fire exit? Or, or, or come get me afterwards. And when the show was over, he walked past me, didn't say nothing. But and it, listen, it's, this is not the first time. I think I had eight instances, two in Canada of all places, uh, where one girl threw a, a pitcher of beer at me, another girl tried to rush me, and her boyfriend stopped her. Are you serious? Oh yeah, I had a girl in Connecticut at the Hartford Funny Bone throw a ketchup bottle in my face, Man. a plastic ketchup bottle. And that and wow. that was and why? <laughs> yeah, why? Just, listen, if I'm performing in a room of 400 people. I don't give a fuck if I'm making three ninety nine laugh. I'm focused on the one that's not. Yeah. Because I'm going, what is going your hard. problem? Yeah, why aren't you? Why aren't you into this? Yeah. So if I see you and you sticking out like a sore thumb, I'm going to address you. Yeah, that was comedian and actor Ari Spears, who actually brought his own little twist 
to the 25-word script that the Pop Brothers at Law always suggest you use. And he had us all cracking up with all his impersonations. If you want to go listen to that one, episode number 99 aired October 14th of 2020. We'll be right back with the rest of the countdown. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com strategic. That's oracle.com strategic. oracle.com strategic. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Welcome back to the Cannabis Talk 101 Top 10 Interviews of 2020. This guy right here has opened up his own dispensary, been in the cannabis game for at least 20 years, and he is also probably in your dad and your mom's favorite cult classic movie. It's Squints Paladoras from The Sandlot. Number seven. Part of the supply chain is actually growing the shit. So yeah. Yeah. kudos to you. Thank yeah. you. Well, now it's time for the high five with Chauncey, also known as Squints. And let me tell you guys, Squints has got some fire, fire in front of us right now. Sneaking I'm getting up high our, just smelling it, which building. isn't usual for me. Dude, our, our, whole, our, whole <laughs> we'll building, take that. our whole building's walking around, looking around. Yes, guys, that's going to be that. It, yeah. I can tell. Because <laughs> coming, coming from my background and my kid and the connoisseur that he's made me into, it's like, hey, you're trying my joint. Trying my, you really want me to try your joint? Because I'll usually rip it open and find all the crap that you, that you rolled up in your joint. Unlike the kids' joints, and I'm sure like yours, is just, it's flour. Yeah. Like, no additives. No, no, no. No anything. And so it's very rare that I can smoke a joint of someone else's shit and go, man, this is good. And 
I can already tell. Go ahead, Blue, with the high five. Question number one of the high five with Chauncey, also known as Squints from the uh, Sandlot. How old were you the first time you smoked, and where did you get it from? Uh, I was 13, I guess. I was in seventh grade. It was at, it was on the field at our junior high school at Sutter Junior High in the Valley, in the San Fernando Valley. And uh, this chick I hung out with named Amy, she was maybe a year older than me or not. She actually told this story on Instagram the other day, like true story. And uh, she like had brought some swag and a pipe, this little like marble looking weird old pipe that they used to have. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we were smoking. We were smoking on the quad at the school in junior <laughs> high and seventh grade. That's the first time I ever got high. Fantastic. Wow. wow. What is your favorite way to use cannabis? Um, I'm a paper smoker. I like papers and crushed flour. Yeah. Why? Yep, me too. Why? It's the purest way for me to taste the flour, and that's what I'm trying to get at. I smoke everything, and I'll try everything. I'll take dabs, whatever. But that's my go-to for, like, I want to break it down, and I want to taste it, and I want to feel the effects of it. That's how I judge something and, and hunt strains and things like that is by rolling up flour. Fantastic. Question number three of the high five. If you could, oh, <laughs> I almost fucked that one up. <laughs> Question number three of the high five. Craziest place you've ever used cannabis or smoked it? Hmm. Gosh, everywhere? Anywhere. I mean, Just anywhere. Craziest place. I know a guy that was like, hmm. It's like deja yeah. vu right now. <laughs> like, <laughs> Last guy did it on the Paramount lot. Yeah, that's true. He did it in a smoke. He did it in a, a, a airplane. Yeah, I, mean, I did. I did. Uh, that was just crazy. I did. Crazy I story. did smoke before I went to work one day when I was working on a film when I was younger. That was a bad experience. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about that. You were yeah. actually saying the same thing. I mean, yeah. I mean, I guess you, you're either you. See, it either you, you've been it either, enha- it either enhances your performance or it doesn't. No, no, it's it like doesn't. one or the other. Yeah. we've had people say it enhances how they act yeah. or how they work, and other people like they did it once, it didn't work, and you don't do it until later. Yeah, no, for me it was, I thought I had more time than I had, and it was really early, and I got the set early, and I had bought this brand new bubbler that was, like, really big, and this is still, like, I was, like, 18 probably, but I, yeah, so I pulled it out, and I smoked this big bowl, and I was like, oh, I got time, I'm gonna be able to chill in my trailer, and then go to makeup, and eat, and everything's gonna be good, and, like, I literally got on set, and they were like, like, we got to get you into hair and makeup immediately because they moved your scene up. And I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I was like, can I eat first? And they were like, no. <laughs> you're like, you're on now. No, literally. So I'm here I am. I'm like, I'm still a kid, obviously. And I'm like super, I was smoking out of a bubbler in the car. So it was obviously just, I was like baked. And I'm sitting in the makeup trailer with these bright ass lights and these people all chipper trying to talk to me. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to have a panic attack. I know it. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, that's crazy. Smoking on a movie set as a teenager, a 14 or 15 year old at that. Must be nice, Squints. It must be nice. Now jumping right into an interview with Joe from MJ Wilderness located here in Orange County, California, who tells us about his brand and his product. Number six. I work with kids that are two, three years old up to 95 years old, and they don't want to be high, but they'd like to have a chance to at least try it and heal. So when you say the medicine with the lower THC, would that be for anyone and everyone? Like, say, for instance, Mark, when he says he gets medicated or Craig, would they be better medicated if they weren't smoking and they were doing just more CBD? Or when you use that reference, is it only for people who need it for a certain treatment or illness? Good question. Actually, 
you can take cannabis in any dose and it can be therapeutic. It depends on the individual person and what they're trying to uh, ameliorate. Um, I know a lot of women like to smoke cannabis because it helps with anxiety, it helps with depression. Um, the one thing that I've seen with people that have serious disease is you're better off almost resetting, taking three days off and not doing anything, and then starting with the lowest dose because shockingly, you guys probably, and most people won't believe this, but the 54 cancer emissions that I have, um, these people took no more than 100 milligrams a day total. That's the equivalent. I was going to ask you that next. Yeah, that's the equivalent of taking a couple hits off a joint. But I, I stretch it out over the full day. And as Blue was mentioning, you know, what, what do you do at night? So I have a nighttime formula that you take before bed, a serum. And then you, you do the suppositories. So you're getting the medication while you're sleeping. And it uh, makes for a great night's sleep, too. It's I just bet. crazy to think that out of the Yo, 50... How long did it actually take you to make the formula and create these formulas? What was that process like and how long did it take? And what were some of those legal hurdles that you had to get past uh, because of the laws surrounding cannabis? So the, 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 the original method that I used was I mixed uh, the cannabinoid oils with honey, agave, and natural syrups. Um, but what I found was it's all sugar, and cancer is fed by sugar. So I, I kind of moved away from that, and I developed the serums uh, in order to absorb into a different metabolic pathway in the body. And so as far as, as, far as the testing goes, I, when I got into the legal market, they, they test for everything, 70 pesticides, 40 solvents, 15 heavy metals, everything. And I was able to pass it on the first try, um, shockingly, I mean, even the homogeneity test. Um, on the legal side, it, it's, it really has been more or less whatever the state allows us to do. Um, I think as far as methods, um, it's not that difficult of a process. What up, what up? It's Peanut, the producer here at Cannabis Talk 101. Let's go up to the Bay Area with Tookie Blunts on Cannabis Talk 101's top 10 interviews of 2020. Number five. You have, in Oakland, we have a thing called a technical assistance program that are supposed to help people like us, but they're getting paid and not doing anything. They're asking me to come train people. How you getting paid by the state, but you want me to come in for free to train people? No, I need some money too. Right. So if we can get people part of the. You can't have people making decisions in a space that's not in the space. Sure. Period. Doctor. Sure. Well, period, yeah. Period. Point blank. But, but yet we have. Like, but we have so many. But we have the, <laughs> we have the entire government fucking government making our rules who have never been in this. Never space. even smoked a joint. And that, and nor do they even hire people that are in that. But space I mean, just to, like here, they're supposed to have that technical assistance, and it just you know, I think some of the cities. I mean, it sounds good. They may have good intentions. I don't know. A lot of it's politics. You know, if you look at L.A., there was a bunch of shit going on. We actually broke a story with one of my applicants who caught a Ooh. an aide talking about people getting in early. I don't know if you saw any, ever saw any of that. Um, that was actually my client who came to me saying, Craig went to talk to this guy, and my, my husband happened to be taping it, and he was talking about the the, the Russians, yeah, Armenian, yeah. Mob. The Armenian mob getting just in. Just crazy. Everybody shit. got in, in dirty. 30 minutes early to the portal. And just all kinds of crap. And it really, unfortunately, it didn't make a fucking bit of difference. 
No, no. And what are those pros and cons, as you kind of mentioned earlier, that you see mm -hmm. for social equity as you're the first ever to go there? And I'm sure a million cats from the town to New York have come up to you and said, Tucky Blunt, help me, Alfonso. What do I need to do? So break down for the listener that's out there that's going, damn, I got a record. I, I, people are right. approaching me or I want to get in the game. Lace us up. Okay, so give me a minute because this is like a couple-parted answer. One, as far as everybody getting reformed, everybody getting out of jail for cannabis has to happen. They got to get out. But that also comes with us voting in the right elections and not just in the ones we think we pose a voting. You got to vote for your city councils yes. and your mayors. and People have to understand that. The bottom so, up. So true. All people, black, white, pink, whatever, we all have to do that for whoever we vote. Because by the time it gets to the presidential, it's too late. Even though you still got to vote, but by then the decision's already made. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like whatever. So that's part of it. Two, if you want to get in this space, really want to be in this space. What I mean by that is, yeah, free everybody that's been locked up for it. But do I want everybody that's locked up for it to come into the space and they're really not going to approach this like a business? Then fuck it up, get closed, lose money, go in debt. And then that's going to be what the rest of the community talks about. Ah, look at that black person in the cannabis space. We told you this was going to happen. So if you are going to get in the space, Go to your Oakster dams, get your learning, get your certificates, you know, reach out and get training on the field you want to be in. But also don't come in here thinking everyone's going to open a dispensary and everyone's going to grow weed. Those are two of the hardest things to do in the cannabis space anywhere, whether it's legal or illegal, is grow weed and sell weed. So if you think that you could just get into that, don't 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 come in expecting to get into that. Now, I, I not like to kill anyone's dreams. But you have Going to be crazy. real. Like, everyone <laughs> wants to grow and sell. That's the main question I get. Like, can we grow and sell? No. Everyone can't grow and sell. Learn how to make the lights that go into dispensaries. I mean, learn how to do security. Learn how to do the deliveries. It's, learn how to host podcasts about weed. Like, there's other stuff that you can do. So my main thought when I tell people they want to get in it is make sure they really want to get in it. Do the training that it takes to be in it. And then... Then we see what happens, you know what I mean? But you got a lot of people who are just going to get out and jump in the game, I believe that's going to fuck us up. That was Tucky Blunt's rep in the Bay Area here on Cannabis Talk 101's Top 10 Interviews of 2020. When we come back, we're going to hook you up with the Top 4 Interviews of 2020. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. 
offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule. You'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash news. That's LifeLock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Usually this is where Little Brother comes in and says thanks to Jennifer, Pitt, Elvis, and myself, Peanut. Since he's not here today, I'm going to say thank you to you, Cannabis Talk 101 listeners, for making 2020 a great year for us. Make sure you call in 800-420-1980 and leave us a voicemail. Let's jump right back into the countdown with number four of Cannabis Talk 101's top 10 interviews of 2020. Number four. Wow. And so he is still, is, but he's still receiving like unjust an unjust system because there was no other drugs. It was all cannabis and he got a life sentence. But what? Did, what that's did, bullshit. Wait, let, well, let's continue. There there might be something else that's involved here, like, you know what I mean, a death. Or nope, nobody died. Jay, no, no, even from when the cannabis goes bad, sorry, from when we're reading it, it was so, as it doesn't why, get worse why, than this. Why, why in Northern California, but just continue with the story. Watch, the the feds, keep hearing the, the story out. The fe- this is from the feds. And so, so the backstory is, is the cannabis is going from California to North Carolina. There's a From North right Carolina. North State Carolina. lines. But Mexico, I had never left to Canada. California. Corvain had never left California. And so to be charged in North Carolina was already... Oh, you were being charged in North Carolina. And for nothing because all she did was allow a boy to put the money in her but bank in account. in North Carolina, though. Yeah, which is crazy. What, what did they? No, how did they associate I, the North Carolina? Well, how because, does that even get? Uh, because I, there's rats. I'm a trapper, right? I, I come from that world. So when you when you go, let's just use Florida. You're in California now. My guy in Florida is Who you're putting money to? into my account. Okay, you know what I'm saying. Even though I'm in California, he the transactions happening in Florida. Oh, so is so money we're getting transacted now? We're interstating, down? right? Am I am I clear? That's to exactly. That? So yeah, yeah, it was I know getting that game. Look at you. Oh, I know that game. Trust me, I know that game. <laughs> they might find game. you one day. Oh, you I'm better just, just depositing your account, bro. I got you. Oh, You're all, okay. no, 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 no. Give yeah, me the yeah, cash. Yeah. No, no. I'm, I, I got a guy in Florida right now that'll He'll pick it up, bro. It. Yeah, I'm good. Yes, I got you. See, and so then he we, knows. Don't put oh, it in my I, account. So I, you needed to tell Evelyn. You needed to tell me. No, yeah. Trust me. Yes, I know. We used to go out to Florida and get money, money. Um, what do they call Chris? You were there. Money orders. Money orders. You were there? I had me, I had ten people in, out there getting money orders out there. Come Allegedly. Home. 
allegedly coming home with hundreds of thousands of dollars on on um, money orders, money orders in different only way, and, and fold them up like they look like trash in in in, in your bag, and and come with the money orders, and then deposit the money here. Aha. And so that's obviously how I she didn't know. Out it. of jail. Correct. But then again, you didn't think you're doing anything wrong because it's cannabis. And so, I wasn't tripping. Like I legit wasn't tripping. I was not tripping. So you're there three days, or you're hearing all these arraignments, and did you ever get out from that three day to come home? I did. To- they let me out uh, four days later. I sat in the county jail. Uh, I never. I was too afraid to take a shower. I slept on tea bags because the room smelled like real tea bag. Like, Don't. I know. Oh, shit. Hold on. That's my nickname when I'm dancing. They call me tea bag grande. I meant to say like herbal tea bag. Thank you for clearing yeah. that, that up. Okay. I didn't know if you were requesting a dance from me or what. You're, <laughs> yeah. I didn't know if Pitt told her my nickname. I didn't know what's going on. Hey, now. I'm already hearing this guy. I'm getting the chills up the back right. of my neck. Like, oh, he, dude, he already knows. I've been tea bagging fools for years around here. I knew when I said it, I said something wrong. Oh, yeah. yes. <laughs> Yes, but the ship was rough. The ship was rough <laughs> for four days, and they let me out. They let me out on on bond, and I was out from August of 2012 to October of 2013. We've made it to the top three in the countdown. This is former Los Angeles Laker and podcast host of All the Smoke, Matt Barnes, who joined us on Cannabis Talk 101. Number three. I'm someone who, you know, eventually wants to run for mayor of my hometown, Sacramento. Um, So I've been doing a lot of groundwork in Sacramento and working with politicians on bills and police reform and all that kind of stuff. So I'm starting to get, you know, a little bit of the grasp on the on the politics side. But, you know, you just have a bunch of people who don't get it trying to make rules about it. So, you know, slowly but surely uh, we're doing things and making waves and they're starting to listen. So. Hopefully something will come with that. And that's where real change comes, though, from when people in the community who grew up in there, especially minority base, when we go back and do something huge like that. Matt, I commend you. I hope you do that shit, man. That's going to be dope if you become mayor. We say that a lot to people who are, what can I do? What can we do? You know, and we say, go vote, go vote. But you really want to do something? Go do it. Get involved. Become an elected official and make that change. Mm -hmm. Well, there's there's so many people running at all the different levels from the city level all the way up to the federal level who support legalization of cannabis. I read an article right. recently where this it was an odds maker eight, nine months ago had it 300 to one that it would go federal in the next year or two. <laughs> now, with the changing landscape, with the change, this, right. this is actually pretty cool. With the changing landscape, and if we can flip, Democrats can flip five, six seats it's three. Not, it's only three. Yeah, now, not you, that many. You got to get rid of McConnell. If, if you McConnell is there, seats yeah. and flip the presidency, I mean, it could be twenty one, twenty two that it's done. Because I know, uh, I know Sanders has the ear, or Biden has the ear of Sanders, and Sanders is mm-hmm. in Biden's head that right. you better get off this shit about cannabis and legalize it. And I, I, I've read that other places where Sanders is really leaning hard on him to to do yeah. something when he becomes, when, but if. Biden hasn't been that strong yet with it, though. He's flip-flopped already from the get-go, which I like. You want to come over, but yet he hasn't had a strong flip-flop. Well, I, think, like, but, but I, I was wrong. But, I should look at it this if, way. If we flip, if, if both houses are Democrat, he is not going to veto a bill. He is not, I, I can't see him ever doing that. 
So as opposed to he might not with the, with the stroke of his pen do something like he should, but like Trump gonna said it. he was going to do, and he lied to the American public Shocking. about doing it and letting it up to the, leaving it up to the states. <laughs> he wanted all those stoners to vote for him that first time around because he might let it, you know, one issue people, right. and uh, he didn't do it, and he's not going to do it. If he does it to try to win the election, I, I hope he does do it, but I don't think it's going to bail him out. No I, think the, I think the cannabis and the civil yeah. rights are so closely intertwined on the war on drugs, the war on, on, on communities of color, that, I mean, they really go hand in hand. What do you think, Joe? I agree. I absolutely agree. I mean, if you think about it, you know, I mean, who put all the drugs in our neighborhoods? Yes. You know? Reagan, the Reagan administration you know, so and Slinger. Well, we go back to the 30s and Anslinger and all that it, it, stuff. No, so it's it, it, it's interesting. Like I said, this is a, a very important part of, of of history. I feel like right now, I feel like you know the movements and and stuff we do now is obviously going to benefit our children and our grandchildren and beyond. But it starts now, you know. So we're working on some. Uh, I'm working with a, a group of my uh, close friends on creating content for people to understand voting and politics a little better, small bite-sized pieces, fun ways to learn it, uh, bold facts and statements. And then like you guys said earlier, just realizing how important voting is on your local and state level. Now jumping right into number two with the legendary Tommy Chong. Number two. Uh, oh, oh man, that CBD's gone wacko, gone crazy. Really? Because we're in like, we're in Walmart, we're in yeah. all sorts of straight, straight stores with the CBD. Good and so, uh, so CBD hey, taking listen, off. Hey, hey, pretty soon you're going to have to be talking to my secretary to get me to come on. <laughs> we already did, Tommy. We yeah, already did. That's how we got you, anyways, Tommy. Don't get it twisted. What do you mean, pretty fucking soon? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who are you kidding? Don't try to be modest but, over there. But he's not my secretary. He's a partner. <laughs> well, you're paying him I'm well. Talking, he's doing a good job. I'm, I'm, he talking some, I'm talking about someone that works for me and gives all the excuses. You know, like your assistant. I'm sorry, he, I'm sorry he's in a meeting. You, you need somebody to hold your phone so you can do these interviews, right? I hate my arm's getting tired. I'm, so, I'm sorry. He's at the bank right now. <laughs> Tommy, what no, tips, I, I'm, go ahead. I want to ask you, and I say this in a respectfully way, what took so long to get the Cheech and Chong dispensaries? That seemed like Tommy, the no- Tommy Tommy just Chong. Chong's. Uh, the, either way, your dispensaries, it seems like... That was the no-brainer from Jump Street. Why did not somebody partner up with you guys early on and say, let's and do this? And who did partner with you? We did. Right off the bat, I got approached, and I had a Chong's Choice line out. Unfortunately, the guy turned out to be a flake, and, and they were just in it to raise money. And so luckily... I think we knew those people. We, yeah, did, we do know those guys. We <laughs> didn't. We didn't. I didn't lose any money. We. He took us to court because we we canned him uh, right away, and then he, you know, he, he did the, you know, the Donald Trump uh, legal thing. <laughs> well, just sue. Just lie all over the place. No, just yeah, sue. That, that, yeah, yeah, just that's sue. what they did. But uh, no, the reason they never grabbed us, they were so busy with, uh, uh, with. Um, Willie and, and, and Snoop and, and uh, you know, it was too soon. Right. Uh, we felt it was too soon. And so when, you know, when Medman fell because, uh, of, you know, Hanky Panky was the money raised, you know, and, and over, what do they call it? They, they went, uh, they over promised. Yes. You yeah, know, yeah, and, and they, they raised 
too much money. And then the people that brought, raised the money, they were doing weird things like buying stuff and then selling it back to the to themselves. Cars, you know, that jets, kind of weird stuff. Escalation. Yeah, 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 Trump yeah. Stuff. That that's not good. <laughs> any, any anytime you start doing that in any project, I don't care what it is, the project's doomed to fail. You know, because uh, you know we're we're a nation of laws, and and it's not arbitrarily. You know, we're a nature, or we're a nation, or a race of people. You know, this physical universe is built on laws, physical laws, and we have to obey those laws. And then there's a moral law that also that needs to be obeyed, and and you can't mess with it. You see, I mean, it'll be for a short term. You'll. Uh, you, you know, you, you look yeah. like you're you, you'll, you'll be prospering, but in the long run, you fall down. Because yeah, I mean, there's nothing to sustain a lie. That's what I'm trying to say. I mean, it's funny because I, I think without mentioning names, we did have a client or two working with that same potential company. And they were trying to use people's lock people up and use their name to raise money. And the money wasn't getting accounted for where it was going, what they were doing with it. It was a real it was shit a show. Scam. And uh, a lot of it was people, a scam. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And a lot of people were doing that in the beginning. Now, going yeah. forward, how I mean, how much do you get involved with the legal end of it and all the all the hurdles you have to go through to get a license of your own for your own dispensary, such as up in San Francisco. Have you had to be very involved in that? No, no. Good for uh, my, you. <laughs> my, 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 my son, Paris Chong, he, 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 he's my front man for that. Wonderful. And then I have a, a, a retired uh, uh, Wells Fargo banker uh, working for us, too. He's part of our company, Chong Son. Number one. When we grow up, it's either the kukui or the mota and stay away, mijo. But as well as growing up, my mom used to put it in alcohol. Your family was okay with it all. Or am I assuming that? No, she no, she, she wasn't until later on. Uh, first, she was like, oh, oh, you know, she thought you would maybe lose your mind or just lose yourself or whatever. Uh, and she, for her, it was just a frequency of just healing. Uh, 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 but she didn't know about, you know, I, I, I got a funny story. Like she finally went to see us at the film or my, my dad and my mom, you know, they, they got in and, and they're watching all these hippies and they're sitting down on the floor watching us play. And my mom goes, viejo, he goes, what is it? He goes, these hippies are so poor. They, 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 they don't even have money to buy cigarettes. They keep passing it around. <laughs> <laughs> my dad looked at it and goes, it's not a cigarette, you know. It's not. She goes, no, there's not a cigarette smoking marijuana. Oh my god, you know. So my my parents are so my dad knew, but my mom didn't know about it. Uh, she learned to. Here's the word, trust. That's a big word, yeah. you know. Uh, and that humans need to have trust and believe that uh, um, your Thoughts, intentionality will lead you into a place where you can be prosperous. You can be very, uh, again, if you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. No, if yeah. you're happy, <laughs> you have peace of mind and joy. Clap your hands and, and take a toke. <laughs> and Carlos, a reason say merrily, 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 life is but a this dream. dream. <laughs> and speaking of trust, how did the trust come with you and this partnership, though, with Left Coast Ventures? It's like anything in life, man. People, uh, people who are in the same frequency, 
uh, co-joined together, they believe that uh, by aligning their product frequency, whatever you want to call it, with my name, uh, that it goes from 7 to 77, from 77 to 177, you know. Uh, and so I'm very, very grateful, as I said before, because for me, it's just energy. It's just energy, and I'm honored that they trust me. I'm in company of Bob Marley and Mickey Hart and myself. We're the only ones so far that are part of this. What, I pledge what, to, what an amazing team. Offer, I pledge to offer all this energy, most of it, uh, or 50% strictly to American Indians to have fresh, pure water in the reservations, whether it's Hopi, Navajo, uh, like that, you know, keep going like that. Also for uh, India, South, South Africa, I mean, Africa and South America for uniforms and to make humans uh, develop a better education. Uh, the other the other 25 percent I, I want to help my son with his vision and the other the other 25 percent I'll keep it to keep Milagro Foundation going with, with employees and stuff like that so for me all of all of this energy immediately goes back sure. to humans to have a better way of life well there you have it the top 10 cannabis talk 101 interviews of 2020 thanks again for tuning in and rocking with us all year remember 800 420. 1980 is the number to leave your voicemails. And don't forget, if nobody loves you, we do. Peace. Thank you for listening to Cannabis Talk 101 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side.